welcome to the Healthcare IT Today interview series. We feel lucky to be able to talk to so many smart, passionate, and knowledgeable people in healthcare. Now, we're taking our favorite interviews and sharing them with you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy perspectives on the world of health IT. Hi, I'm Colin Hung with Healthcare IT Today, where we explore the latest trends and interesting stories in health IT. I'm here at the 2023 Collision Conference in my hometown of Toronto, and I'm excited to sit down with a company founder who's doing some amazing things with a game app for kids. With me is Jeff Frost, CEO of Raft Digital Therapeutics. Jeff, welcome to the program. Hey, Colin, thanks so much for having me. Really appreciate your time. Yeah, so we met last year here at Collision, yep. and I'm so happy to see you back here. Yeah. Can you give our audience just a little bit of a preview of your company and the app that you've created? Totally, yeah. So I might even start with just briefly describing the yeah, problem. Absolutely. Yeah, so we're in the space of at-home active rehabilitation. So if you've ever had an injury, or even if you have a chronic medical condition, someone may have suggested that you do regular physiotherapy. Uh, and tons of the patients we work with have been prescribed physiotherapy. And the reality is getting that done can be pretty hard. And there's a ton of reasons, you know, we can go over all those really quickly, the cost, accessibility, time, but we found one of the biggest ones is just interest. And, and you know, I totally get it. Like I've had injuries myself. Someone told me to go do some physiotherapy and I would do it for a week or two and then it just kind of got boring. Uh, and so we, we particularly found this as a problem for children because children have so many different entertainment options at their fingertips. And frankly, repetitive boring exercise is pretty low on that list. <laughs> sure. And so when working with the kids that we work with, we said, well, you know, what do you guys like doing? And the answer that came back over and over again was video games like Minecraft, Fortnite. There's always some interesting kind of game that they could be playing and specifically they could be playing with friends. And so we said, you know what? We hear you loud and clear. Instead of, you know, lecturing you and asking you to do exercise, which we know isn't going to work. Why don't we meet you halfway? And why don't we come up with a video game that incorporates regular active rehabilitation or physiotherapy exercises? And so that's what we kind of landed on. The solution that we've come up with is a game called that we're calling the Cloud Bazaar. And the real trick behind the Cloud Bazaar is that instead of using a controller to control your character, you use your own body. And you do active physiotherapy or just those physiotherapy movements that someone prescribed to you. And we use a motion tracking system that watches your body move. Okay. And based on the movements that you do, your character takes certain actions in the game. So basically your body becomes the controller for a video game. And you've targeted this game at a very specific set of rehab and specific disease. Uh, yeah. Is that correct? Yeah, totally. So our, the Cloud Bazaar was targeted for children with spinal muscular atrophy, which is a rare genetic disease. And unfortunately, you know, it's a spectrum disease like many of our genetic conditions. And on the far end of the spectrum, it, it really is severely life limiting. Um, not to be too bleak, but the, the most extreme version of SMA, unfortunately, the children are, are, are unable to continue with life after birth. Uh, and so we're kind of on that more extreme end. Uh, and what we're trying to help the children with is basic activities of daily living. And for us, that means shoulder activities. So okay. things you or I might take for granted, like the ability to bring a fork to our mouth to feed ourselves, or to bring a toothbrush to our mouth so that we can brush our own teeth. That basic elbow motion and shoulder motion can be challenging for some of our kids with spinal muscular atrophy. So we're really working on shoulder physiotherapy, which is elbows and shoulder internal external rotation. 
and you've had a lot of success over those last 12 months since I last saw you. Tell us more about yeah. that success. Yeah, so we, we managed to partner with a major pharmaceutical company called Biogen. They're one of our founding partners. And I have to thank Biogen for all of their, their help along the way. Uh, and they helped us fundraise enough money to get our first kind of demo version of the game out there. And so our, our demo is available on Steam, which is a global video game marketplace. I would encourage anyone listening who's at all interested to just download the game and give it a try because the most valuable thing we're looking for right now is feedback. You know, is this working? If it is working, what's working? If it's not working, how could we improve? Because we know that this is kind of our first entry into the market and uh, we don't expect it to be our last. We hope to keep building on this and creating even more engaging products as we go. And frankly, products that have even better, uh, have an even better library of physiotherapy, even better motion capture systems so that we can really turn that body into a, into a controller. And what's the feedback been? I mean, you've been out on Steam for a little yeah. bit now. What's the feedback been from people who have downloaded the game and tried it? Yeah, so we work with a small group of children in Calgary who have spinal muscular atrophy, and they've helped us design the game. And uh, they were really positive on a lot of the story elements. So one thing we, we were careful to do was to include positive representations of disability in our characters. So mm. a lot of our lead characters in the game either have an amputation with a prosthetic, they might be mobility device users, like a wheelchair user. Uh, and the kids love that. And they love the narrative that went alongside the game. If you play the game at home, you'll see that we voice acted everything. It gets a little silly, it gets a little zany, but that's the whole point, is to make it kind of fun and engaging. So the kids love that. Um, and even, you know, I, I take a lot of pride in this. Some of them even mentioned that they didn't really notice they were doing exercise. Okay. Which is the whole point, because specifically in spinal muscular atrophy, some of the patient groups tell us that, you know, going home to do these repetitive exercises uh, can be painful, can be very tiring, and certainly is never fun. And the fact that they were able to associate the word fun with some of the exercises we're trying to implement, that that's really what we're looking for. That's the goal here. I really like how you've incorporated the in the, into the game uh, the representation of the very people who are using and playing the game. And it's not just a, a generic character, it's, it's representing them. I'm assuming that really helps to engage more of the kids. Totally, totally. And I, you know, I would take it a step further. It's great to, to have representation visually in the game, um, but I would say it's even more important to have representation in the design process, okay. which we did have with the kids on our, our, our kind of feedback team. There's five of them that helped us really mold uh, the way this game worked. And it was, it was really important to get that early feedback because I myself, as, as anyone looking at home could tell, I'm, I'm able-bodied. I don't have a significant disability. Uh, physically. And so one thing I wanted to work on was certain shoulder activities that I thought were a no-brainer. And to, to, give, to be specific, I wanted to do shoulder abduction, which is this movement here. Um, and then we brought that forward to the group and they said, you know what? Great idea. Not going to fly. Okay. And I, was, I said, wow, that's surprising. I, I didn't know why. And then we went through it together one evening and the, kid, the kids pointed out that for some individuals with spinal muscular atrophy, that's just a movement that may be outside of their range. Ah, okay. And it was, a, it was, it's important to have those learning moments where you speak directly with your, your end user and have the end user bring input into the design process so that you make a product that works for them. That's really incredible that you've really taken that co-design concept and baked it right into your entire process. Yeah, like I, I think we have to, right? And, and specifically because like I'm, cognizant of the fact that I don't have a physical disability, right? So you need to you need to speak to the people who, who are going to be using the product and make it work for them. So Jeff, what what's what's on tap? What are, what yeah. are the next 12 months yeah. going to bring? Well, Colin, there's like, I, you know, there's so uh, we, we put out a little YouTube video once, which I'm still embarrassed we put this out, but I, 
and now I'm bringing it up again, which is even worse. <laughs> uh, but at home, I have a little notebook, and in my notebook, we have kind of the full, the full story of the Cloud Bazaar. Because the Cloud Bazaar is first and foremost, you know, a, a creative, okay. a creative enterprise, and so we want to make that story real. So we've we've got our first opening tale, which okay. is you're saving the, the floating city of the Cloud Bazaar. But there's so much more to the depth of the universe of the Cloud Bazaar that we want to build into the game. And, and what that means from a functional perspective is we want to add different kind of movements into the game. Right now we're focused on arms. We want to add legs because that's more physiotherapy opportunities. Okay. The big thing is we want to engage the kids where they want to be engaged, which is that social element, which we talked about. Right now the game is a single player game, but we want to create asynchronous competition in the game. What I mean by that is you can go home and play, set a high score, challenge a friend who can play as well, set a high score, and then keep one-upping each other. Just kind of like other workout apps you see like Strava or Apple Fitness. For sure. Because at the end of the day, we do think it's it's not the story, it's not the gameplay, it's actually the social connection that's going to keep people coming back over and over again, because that's what makes something fun, makes it durable when you're doing it with friends, family, whatever. Uh, and so that that's a big one. And then the, the, the fourth one, which is related to that, is we want to find a way of normalizing movement so that I, as an individual without a physical disability, can participate at the same level that someone who has a physical disability. We can compare our scores in a meaningful way mm. and we can have true competition with each other so that kids who um, maybe have friends who don't have a disability, they can get them to play the game and challenge, challenge each other to set high scores on a certain level or something. Again, I really like that because one of the criticisms of game-based therapy is that you do it once, you maybe try it for a couple of weeks, and then you stop playing the game because totally. it gets totally repetitive. Yep. What you're talking about is you've created a world where you can add on, you can do different things, yeah. and hopefully it won't be very repetitive. Hopefully. And, you know, I really take that criticism to heart because I think it's valid. I think, I think often you might do the level once or twice and find that it gets a little repetitive, it gets a little uninteresting right and we want to create a world in a space where there's something more than just the exercise so that you want to come back over and over again and to that i point to you know there's been some very successful apps in this space things like pokemon go if you've ever played pokemon yep. go. yeah very repetitive app but people have been playing it for five six years um and i think a lot of that is built around the social element how you get to play with friends um you know set friends kind of compete with friends to see who catch the most pokemon stuff like that well, Jeff, I look forward to catching up with you in the next 12 months I, to I talk hope more to. about I it. I you. Yeah. <laughs> now, we'll we'll make sure we put a link to the Steam uh, yeah. to, to have uh, people be able to download it. But yeah. where can people go to find out more information about Raft yeah. Digital Therapeutics? Yeah, so our, our, our home website is raftdt.com. And then the Cloud Bazaar itself, the game, has its own website. And that's Cloud Bazaar, which is B-A-Z-A-A-R.io. So cloudbazaar.io. Amazing. Jeff, thank you so much for being on the program today. Colin, thank you very much for having me. It's been great. This has been Colin Hung with Healthcare IT Today. If you like this content, go to our website and find more amazing interviews like this one. I'm Colin Hung, and I'll catch you on the next video.